to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Praise the Lord. Let us say with me, he lives forever. Last Sunday, we talked about rest for our justification. Let me kind of do a recap. Rest for our justification. Number one, he became our sin. I said, he became my sin. You have to personalize it. He became my sin. Number two, he died for my sin. Praise God. I am the reason for his death. I am why he died. Number three, he forgave all my sins. Praise God. I am forgiven. If you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you are forgiven. And that's what the Bible says. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Praise God. No more condemnation. Praise God. Not only that he forgive our sins, all the handwriting that was against us, all the accusation, all the legal things against us, he canceled it and nailed it to his cross. Glory to God. So all the evidences, according to some translations, all the evidences the devil had against us, Jesus gathered them together, said null and void. I need nail it on the cross. So the devil have no more evidence against you. Are you not happy? Number five, he was raised for my justification. If, he could, if it was only death, he died and buried. We all could have been in bondage. We all could have still been in our sins. But he arose. Praise God. He arose. Number six, because God was so pleased with what Jesus did for you and me, he raised him from the dead. Today, his tomb is empty. Glory to God. His empty tomb justified. Okay. Beloved child of God, this resurrection and empty tomb are an assurance that we have been fully justified. The devil will come to you, pass on your shoulder. Are you sure you are justified? Say yes. The tomb is empty. You know what I'm saying? The tomb is what? His empty tomb is an assurance that we are fully justified. Are you hearing me? The empty tomb 
by the grace of God, I've been privileged to go to Israel. I was there. I took some picture there. The tomb is empty. It's no more there. But there are some other religious leaders and founders that their bones are still on, in their grave and the tomb. You understand what I'm saying? But Jesus is no more there. Now this resurrection usher us into another spare aspect of our life. Now that he's risen, he is alive forever, never to die. Amen? John, he says, because I live, you will live also. He is alive forever. Now, being alive forever for what? What does that mean? What is he doing for me now? Because I know he came to take away all my sins. Praise God. The Bible says, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of, God, of the world. Right? So what is he doing now? Revelation chapter 1 verse 13 through 18. I'm just going to rush this because of time. Don't worry, you will still be blessed. Amen? I said you will still be blessed. Revelation chapter 1 from verse 13 to 18. Revelation chapter 1 verse 13 through 18. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the son of man clothed with a garment down to the feet and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool. Now this is the description of the resurrected Jesus. The difference between him now and when he was walking on the street of Palestine is a it's a different ball game. And that is why I say most some people that say that, oh, if, when they die, they will confront him. They will do that. I say, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. His head and hair were, like, were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like the fine brass, as if refined in the furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. That's the resurrected Christ, the one that is living forever. 16, please. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a shout to a sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. The glory of his presence knocked John down. Praise God. There is no president. There is no king. There is no queen. There is no one born by a woman that can stand before his presence and say, 
You, who are you? You, you? you ain't seen nothing. As a matter of fact, some people melt like jelly in the presence of some small, small fry called celebrities. Some people are shaking, melt like jelly. But talk about the king of kings and the lord of lords. Talk about he who upholds all things with the words of his power. Talk about the possessor of heaven and earth. Talk about the one that conquered death, grave, hell, and sin, and Satan. If you have the revelation of who Jesus is, your life will not remain the same. Many people come to church and live anyhow, and behave anyhow, and act anyhow, because they have not known him. They have not known him. Only break out from religion and enter into a relationship with him. Religion is death. Religion is bondage. Religion will never lead you to him. Say, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There is no other leader that have, that, that have made that confident invitation. He was like a dead man. He had in his right hand seven stars out of his mouth went a sharp to a sword and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. When I saw him I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me saying to me do not be afraid. You see the glory he carries always knock off fears and chains and bondage from his own. The glory, his glory terrorizes his enemy. His glory liberates his own. Hallelujah. The glory terrorizes the enemy and liberates his own. He say, you, are, you belong to me. I paid the price for you. Don't be afraid. Forgive my valancula Emma Beru. Don't be afraid. Because he did not give us the spirit of fear. He has given us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. He said, my peace I give unto you, not as the word giver, giver unto you. He said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let be afraid. Fear is of the devil. I rebuke fear in your life. In the name of Jesus. He said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, see, notice, be aware, I am alive forever. I am the one that death, hell, grave have no solution to. No effect. I am. Look at me. I am real. You see, in, in John chapter 21, when he entered, when the doors were shut everywhere, right? 
He entered. He said, peace be unto you. And they were afraid. He said, no, don't be afraid. And some of them don't believe that. He said, look, touch me. Look at it. Ghosts don't have body. Right? Spirits don't have body. Touch, this is me, Jesus. Lie for real? Yes, for real. Touch me. And he ate with them. They gave him fish. After resurrection, he ate. The glorified body he is wearing is the same body we will be carrying. Kamasatarira. The glory, the body, the glorified body that defies gravity, that defies every law. No war can hold you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Are you looking forward to this? That is a great please, a graceful. That is why you have to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Whatever is happening now. The Bible says he will wipe away every sorrow and tears from their eyes. Are you looking forward to that glorious day? If you understand this, like Pastor was telling us this morning, there will be great passion for him. Are you hearing me? Deep collect unto deep. You understand what I'm saying? There will be a great passion for him. You will love him as never before. Because we are in a rebusiness. Break out from religion and enter into a relationship with him. I am he who lives and was dead. In case you are doubting whether I, I died. Yes, I died. But death had no power over me. I defy and defeated death. Glory to God. I conquered death. This is me. John. You are not looking at the spirit. It's Jesus. Behold. See. Know and understand. I am alive forevermore. It cannot be questioned. I'm alive forever. Not for a season. Forever. So I will never die again. And if you believe in me, you will never die again. He said, even if you die, you will live. Because I am the resurrection and the life. Praise the Lord. And not only that I have the keys of hell and death. Praise God. I have the keys. I lock and open. Praise God. So, the resurrection of Jesus Christ was just the beginning of the eternal and endless ministry of the resurrected Lord. His resurrection was just the beginning. Praise God. Was the beginning of his endless and eternal ministry. To us, his, his own. Because from the day he resurrected and ascended to heaven, 
Everything he's doing now is all about his own. Not the world. Praise God. About his own, not the world. So every day, <laughs> let me not just go ahead of myself. He is not just our Savior. He is not just our Lord and King. He is our High Priest and Intercessor. And Advocate. Right in the presence of the Father God. He ever liveth. He is forever alive for your case. For my case. Because of you and for me. Hallelujah. Just as we were the reason why he died, we are the reason why he's living forever. Do you see how blessed you are? He came to this world because of you, because of me. Listen to me. If you were the only person on earth because of this great love that God have loved you, he could have still come and died. That's how great the love of God for you. You need to discover the love of God for you. You see, the religion have so much polluted and diluted and confused many minds to let them know that God is against them. God is never against you. If God is against you, how can you survive? If God is against you, you will, need, you will survive one split second. Someone say, God is not mad at me. I belong to him. I am his child. And he loved me eternally. It means endlessly. And you know one thing? Read my lips. There is nothing you will do to stop God loving you. You see, some people, James, meet Anne. And they are crisscut. They are traveling, flying all over across the United States. Six hours or five hours plus to West Coast. Right? From East Coast. Then, that time, those flights is nothing. The money on the flight is nothing. The hours on the plane and the layaway or what they call at the airport is not is nothing. But the moment they got married, they are not sleeping on the same bed. After a few years, I not do it again. I dislove you. But you were burning those candles. Those time, those energy, those money because of yourself. What happened? The Bible said, Why men slept? An enemy, an enemy planted that. Love does not end. Love. Love does not cease. 
The problem many couples are having is that people are selfish. I always tell people, the moment you are alone, it is about you, my, I. You understand what I'm saying? My thing, my this, my that. But many are not ready to let go my, I, to us, we. Because as long as mine is still on the throne in your marriage, it's a matter of time. The day you said, I do, that day, mine, me, I, supposed to be crucified, dead. It's now become us. We and us. Where us, we and us is on the throne, that marriage never breaks. Because you always sacrifice for one another. Good marriage is all about sacrifice. Good marriage is all about what? Compromise. Submitting to one another. The Bible told us in the book of Ephesians chapter 5. Submitting to one another. And people that are not submitting, that is why even in the church, many people come to church, but they don't submit to the Lord. And that's why they have problems in their Christian walk. Ephesians 5 was telling us as the model for Christian, our relationship with Jesus. He is the groom. We are the bride. A good marriage, a blissful marriage, is built on trust, it built on love, built on what? Sacrifice, built on submission. Your Christian life is built on trust. You have to trust. Trust the Lord in the Lord with all your heart, with all your what? I lean not on your understanding. Many come to church and they serve God with number six. You trust him with all of your life, with everything you have. You submit to him. You are loyal to him. Of marriage without loyalty and faithfulness crashes. A Christian lie without loyalty and faithfulness it's a drag. You understand what I'm saying? A drag. A drag. You're not loyal. You're not faithful. You're not submissive. You don't have the bliss of a relationship with the Lord. The one that died for you. The one that is forever living for you. As your high priest. As your advocate. And as well, intercessor. Do you think that it is your prayer that is carrying you? He ever lived to intercede. So you, know, you notice this that. Our walk with God is a relationship. Somebody say it's a relationship. It's a relationship. 
A relationship is no relationship where there is no fellowship and communication. You cannot be in a relationship with somebody. You don't talk with the person. You don't spend time with the person. You can only know him. Know his voice. Know his, what he loves and what he, what he doesn't like at the place of what fellowship. You know what I'm saying? Just like that marriage. Husband and wife. You don't spend time. You don't chat. Is this my baby girl? I have a thousand and one name for her. You don't spend time together. You don't chat. You don't discuss. Now quarrel. Oh, it's only when you want to mount up. You will mount up. After mount up. Excuse me? Marriage is a replica, a model of the church and Christ. When we understand it. Because anything you are doing in the marriage is for you, is for us. You understand what I'm saying? My dad, Bishop Ma, will say, your wife don't know how to cook. Train her to cook. You don't know how to dress. Dress her up. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's for you. Just as Jesus is to the church. I don't know why we're going this way. The Holy Ghost is ministering to somebody. Run with it. And you will enjoy blissful marriage. Because marriage is not meant to be endured. Marriage is meant to be enjoyed. Just as our relationship with God, Jesus is not meant to be endured, but to be enjoyed. Because he has paid it in full for us. He has paid the price. He's paid it all for us. Praise God. So right now that he has risen, he is living forevermore. What is he doing for us? Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 7. Verse from verse 20 through 28. Let's run through. I'm going to read a couple of translations that we will, we will pause. Hebrews chapter 7. Give me first New King James Version. Hebrews 7. Verse 20 to 28. Thank you, Power Media. And inasmuch as he was not made priest without an oath, for they have become priests without an oath, but he with an oath by him who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not relent. You are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. By so much more, Jesus has become a shorty, a guarantor of a better covenant. Also, there were many priests because they were prevented by death from continuing. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Because the problem of the earthly priests, because they are human beings, they are full of frailty. I hear what I'm saying, and they die. 
but Jesus lives forever. And number two, they are full of sins. So they have to sacrifice for themselves before the others, but not Jesus. Praise God. For such an Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who came, come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. Do you see that? He always lives. He lives forever. I will read some translations so that you can get it. The reason why he's living is living to intercede for you, to plead for you, and advocate for you right at the right hand of God. I hear what I'm saying. If you have somebody at the office of Mr. President as one of the senior advisors, and not just an ordinary senior advisor, but one of his, the one that is right hand, the man, the one that the Mr. President trusts, and whatever he, he, he says goes, will you be afraid? But Jesus is much more than that senior advisor. At the, pray, at the right hand of God. So whatever they need, you go to him. If you mess up, Fred, oh, mess up. He will say, dad, that's my boy. That's your son. I died for him. I paid the price. Look at him. Mercy will go. I, I'm just going ahead because we are rounding up with Hebrew 4. Look at it. For such a high priest was, a, was fitting for us who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners and has become higher than the heavens. That's the quality of Jesus, the new high priest that never died. Praise God. For the law Okay, who does not, verse 27, thank you. Who does not need daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifices first, first for his own sins and then for the people's, just like I said before. For this he did once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints as high priests men who have weaknesses. But the word of the oath which came after the law appoints the son who has been perfected forever. So there's no change of government. There's no change of God. He ever continues to make intercession for you. So if you don't pray for Fred Oimusa, Jesus is praying for me. You should know these things. Praise God. Give, give it to me. Verse 25 to 28, because of time, on New Living Translation. New Living Translation, please. New Living Translation. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. Do you see that? He's alive forever. Why? Now, listen, it's like two sides of a coin. First side was, he died and paid the full price for me. 
the second side is that he's now alive forever for my for me how can you fail how can you be defeated if you understand this he deprived the devil the enemy and all the whole, no matter the name they carry or the power and authority to hurt or harm you and now that is living as your advocate an advocate pleads for you your case right when you go to court you are standing before uh, how do you plead not guilty so your advocate took over right the reason why you are not guilty that's what he does for you in his presence and he intercedes for you he prays for you father encourage him father strengthen him he will not fall. Look at Paul. Look at Peter. He said, Satan have desired you to sift you. He said, but I have prayed for you. Kalamba Sotoria. Hear me. Hear me clearly. Jesus is praying for you, honey. Jesus is praying for you. Every day, every second. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. He is the kind of high priest we need because he is holy and blameless. Do you see that? Unstained by sin. He has been set apart from sinners. And has been given the highest place of honor in heaven. Glory to God. Or like those other high priests. He does not need to offer sacrifices every day. They did this for their own sin first. And then for the sins of the people. But Jesus did this once for all. When he offered himself as a sacrifice for the people's sin. He did not pay, die for his death. That's why I did. I recapped what we learned last Sunday. For you to understand what we are talking today. Praise God. That death, every Easter should remind you. I am the one that put him there. It's because of me. But thank God he did not remain there. Glory to God. Now he's alive forever. For me. Hallelujah. So you have to know and understand this. The law appoints high priests who are limited by human weaknesses. But after the law was given, God appointed his son with an oath. And his son had been made the perfect high priest forever. So there's no limitation with him. And that's why we can never fail. He's our high priest. In the presence of God. Pleading, advocating, and interceding for us. Praise God. Amen. Give me message translation. Give me message translation. Message from verse 20. No, message from 20. The old priesthood of Aaron perpetuated itself automatically, father to son, without explicit confirmation by God. 
That's why it's religion. You understand what I'm saying? But then God intervened. He put an end to that practice. And called this new permanent priesthood into being with an added promise. God gave his word. He wouldn't take it back. Are you not happy that you have a God, a heavenly father, that honors his word? The moment he spoke, the moment he speaks, he does not take it back. Because everything he says concerning us become. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever he says becomes. He took it back. You are the permanent priest. 22 please. To 28. This makes Jesus the guarantee of a far better way between us and God. Let's just pause a minute. A better way guaranteeing between us and what? And God. Formerly, you have to go through man. Right? Today we have direct access. According to Ephesians chapter 2. You have what? Direct access. That is why I always tell us. Here in Trent, we don't believe in grandchildren of God. Because God does not have any grandchild or grandchildren. We are all children of God on the same platform. That is why here in Trent, we teach you to know God for yourself. Know who you are. Know who you are. Your identity. You go to him any moment because you have a direct access to him. You don't need to hire somebody to fast and pray for you and pour oil on your head. No. His ears is wide open to your voice. Are you hearing me? No matter how busy a mother is and the baby cried, what happens? She will leave and go for the baby, right? You belong to him. You are his. Now look at what we are saying now. You you cost him his life, right? And he's not living forever for you as your advocate, as your high priest, as your intercessor. You understand what I'm saying? You see how important you are to him? Stop commonizing the one that God cherishes and loves. Many of us will talk down ourselves. We talk down ourselves. We look down ourselves. You are important to God. You are precious. Many of us we dehumanize ourselves. Entering into a relationship, we have no business entering. Getting into stuff, we have no business. You are too important to be messed up. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are too important to be messed up by stuff. You are too important to be messed up by men. Many are slaves to sex and immorality, and yet they come to church. Many are slaves to alcohol and drugs, and yet they come to church. you don't know who you are. You are too important to God. 
Earlier there were a lot of priests. For they died and had to be replaced. But Jesus pursued is permanent. He's there from now to eternity. Glory to God. Look at verse 25. He's there now from now to what? Eternity. Eternity means so forever. To save everyone who comes to God through him. Do you see that? Everyone, the moment you come to God through Jesus, you are secure forever. Glory to God. That is why you understand of my voice. You have to give him your heart. You have to make him your Lord and Savior. And the battle of life will cease in your life. Kaba Sotara. You see? So now, we have a high priest. Not tomorrow. Not when we get to heaven. I love the now of God. I love the now of Bible. Praise God. Now, this moment in time, right now is 11 or 12 minutes to midday. Eastern, here in Atlanta, United States. Right? This moment, Sunday morning, the 16th day of April, 2023, right? Now, if you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, this now, you start enjoying what we are talking about. Now, when you die and go to heaven. So now we have a high priest. Someone said, now I have a high priest. Not when I get to heaven. Now, this moment, child of God, you are not a son of a voice. No, you have a high priest right now. You have an advocate right now. You have an intercessor right now. You had he who stand before God pleading your case. Right now, not when you get to heaven. When you understand this, it creates confidence and boldness in you. And I repeat, it will put great passion for him on the inside of you. Great passion for him. Because deep calls unto deep. You always turn to him. You understand what I'm saying? So now we have an ad, we have a high priest who perfectly fits our needs. Completely holy, uncompromised by sin, with authority extending as high as God's presence in heaven. Is do you see that? So Jesus' authority caught across. Hell. At heaven unto the throne room of God. You know what I'm saying? So he will silent hell for you. He will control earth for you. And reign in heaven for you. Glory to God. Unlike the other high priests, he doesn't have to offer sacrifices for his own. Now there's a place I read that said that we have a voice in his presence. Come. And this, that's why I, I choose this. Can you go back to 26, 26 for me? So we have a high priest who perfectly fits our need, completely holy, uncompromised by sin, with authority extending as high as God's presence in heaven itself. Somebody say, I have a voice 
at the throne of God. His throne. You have a voice there. And that's it, Jesus. As you have a voice before God, you can never be denied. You understand what I'm saying? So, every need, he said, ask. He said, whatever thing you ask in my name, I will do it. He said, in case you didn't hear what I said, he said, if you, could, if you ask anything, I dare you to ask. Because that if is, I dare you to ask. Ask anything. And consider it done. Because we have a voice at the throne before God. Go back to 727. Thank you. No, no. There's something in verse 25 I need to pull out, please. That's it. To save everyone who comes to God through him. Always on the job to speak up for them. He jumped out on me when I was preparing this service. He said what? Always on the job to speak up for them. Do you know that Jesus is always on the job on your behalf? He's always on the job. No wonder I said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be what? Afraid. Somebody say, I'm covered. Always on the job. Even when you yourself, you are not on your job. When you vacate, when you are missing an action, Jesus is on the job covering you. Always on the job to speak up for them. You see, there are people that have people that speak for them in the management and they receive promotion and they receive pay raise and they do. But Jesus is speaking up for you in the presence of God. Hear what I'm saying? Speaking up for you. So you are covered. Because you have a voice at the throne room of God. And that voice is Jesus. When I, when I read this man, it didn't, he, he, I mean, he exploded in me. Praise God. Now, let's wrap this thing up with Hebrews chapter 4, verse verse 14 through 16. Hebrew 4, verse 14 through 15. Give it to me in uh, New King uh, version. Okay, let's read. Get back to that message. Back to that message. Back to that message. I saw something there. Praise God. Back to that message. Then we wrapped it up in King James, New King James. Now that we know what we have, because may we not miss what we have. Because many people don't know who, who, what they have. Now that we know what we have, Jesus, glory to God. What do we have? Jesus. Now that we know what we have, Jesus, this great high priest, with ready access to God. Do you see that? 
I told us not only that he is praying for us, interceding, advocating for us as our high priest, we have he is our direct access to God. Direct access. With ready access to God, let's not let it slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He has been through weaknesses and testing. Experience it all, all but the sin. Whatever you are going through, he has been there. Tired, he slept. Hungry, he ate. You understand what I'm saying? So let's walk right up to him and get what he's so ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. Give it to me in New King Version, then I will pray. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, that is the great high priest that we have. One of the big law firm in always say they are the biggest that 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 size matters when they advertise it. You understand what I'm saying? It says size matter. But they are small fry to our advocate, Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? He said, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. But was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Look at how God put it. The throne of grace. Jesus is grace personified. I hear what I'm saying. Right there because he's there on the throne. Because he is there, we will find mercy. Praise God. Because he's pleading for us, we will find mercy. And the grace to help in time of need. Every need. There is grace, there is mercy. Praise God. So, whatever we are going through, we must know that he ever lives. He is living forever to plead for us, to advocate for us as our high priest. And he is praying for us. If God could not answer any person's prayer, he will always answer the prayer of Jesus. That's why my dad, Bishop Mark, always say, head or tail, we win. It's win with a child of God. He's a child of God. He said, as a child of God, you have received Jesus as Lord. And he said, win-win for you. Praise God. Are you blessed? Talk to God. Talk to him. Talk to him. Now, my dear brother, you under the sound of my voice. 
If you have not made Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to receive him now. Because he did all this for you. This is how much he loves you. So I want, you to, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say it with all your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me with your everlasting love and giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. From this day forward, help me to live for you. Help me to live this kingdom life. Help me to live this life knowing that you are now living as my high priest, my advocate, and my intercessor. Thank you. In Jesus' name. If you have made this prayer, welcome to the greatest family. You are now a child of God. You are now his responsibility. Jesus is now your high priest. So I want you to take some steps. One, go to your smartphone and tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is free. The Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. Make good friends with your Bible. Read it, study it. That's your life. Go to a Bible-believing church where they preach and practice the Bible. Tell the pastor I sent you. If you are here in Atlanta, United States, I look forward to receiving you. I invite you to Trem Atlanta, God's Embassy's Manor. 1611-1611 Ross West Street Manor Zip code 30080 Sunday morning 10 a.m. at Eastern I look forward to receiving you Praise the Lord Hallelujah He is Somebody say Jesus is my high priest Jesus is my advocate Jesus is my intercessor. Jesus is always speaking up for me in God's presence. How can you fail? Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remember blessed.